ויתן אל מוישה כחלוישה לדה ביתו בהסיני שני ליכוי סועידס. אז הקדוש ברוך הוא פינשס לתוק ומוישה רבייני על הר סיני, הוא גיבס להם שתי טאבלטס. ליכוייס אבן, הם מיד של סטון. כסיבים באצבע אליקים, הם ריתן ודפינגר של השם. לא כמו הפיקשות בבוטם like a double stone somehow connected, but two separate stones in Rembrandt's image. It's very well done. Two separate stones, and he gives it over to Moshe Rabbeini, and they're written by Etzba Elikim. Pairik Lamed Baiz Pusik Aleph. Remember, Pairik Lamed Baiz means absolutely nothing. So, there's no hefzik between Pusik Yitches and Pusik Aleph, it's a continuation. It's only in the Chimish that has been touched by the English church that we have here a hefzik. But in the Seifer Torah, La Havdul, there is no hefzik which segues straight into the next Pusik. Vayaru Om in the folk zeit, Ki boishish moishu l'reidus menuha. It was a very interesting moment. It's a given back Sinai. Now, I wish the Gave spoke to the Eden from the mountain. Moshe Rabbeini had climbed the top of the mountain. The Yidin are in the home and in the home of the Torah, and Moshe Rabbeini stays on the mountaintop. Remember that Moshe Rabbeini is a vital for the survival of the Yidin. Why is he so vital? The Yidin were a nation of slaves in Egypt. Moshe Rabbeini had coaxed them and told them, let's go out of Egypt, let's set up our own place in the land of Etisruel. But now Moshe Rabbeini is a rofa from Bag and they keep the Shtarup. They even wait one day, two days, three days. They probably think that some kind of divine force had swallowed them up and he's never to return. Vayikuelu omel aharon, so zakim etzi aharon. Vayoyri aylov kim asai luni elehim. Ashe yalchi lefunayni, insdafen elehim, insdafen agetchke, that should lead us. כי זה מוישה הוא איש אשר הלוני מארץ מצרים. זה מוישה הוא איש. הוא took us out of Egypt, לא ידעני מהוי אלוהי. So they agreed that מוישה רבייני was a איש, but he was a unique איש. An איש that cannot be replaced. And they believe that if מוישה רבייני is not here, they cannot replace him with another man. He can only be replaced with an idol, with a calf, with a getchke. That's how powerful Moshe Rabbeini is. He's the only man that can do that which he did. Go home and take off your wife's earrings. One minute, what are you saying? From your sons, you clearly see that the sons also wore earrings. If no Seichem and your daughters. Vehovi alai imbrein gesalt simich. So, Moshe Rabbeini is telling the Yidin, bring me all the earrings. One minute. The Yidin asked Aharon, Kim asai luni elehim machen zagetschke. Aharon comes up with a brilliant plan. Everyone go bring me earrings. They all take off the gold rings which are on their ears. Once again, Boaznayim can be touched. Boaznayim, Findle Neshaychem, Venaychem, Evnoshaychem, 
oder Bosnien für seine eigene Euren, weil wie alle Haaren, die bringen all the gold to Haaren. So millions of millions of earrings are coming now to Haaren, according to suddenly. In an act of desperation, mit 30 and 40, nothing is moving, so the Eden bring all the gold to Haaren. Weil ich mich mit dem Haaren takes the gold, the word Bacheret, the Rishonim already realizes is a difficult word to translate, but it must be a tool that is designed in the forming of a statue. So I named that tool, he shapes a golden calf. So the gold wird herangeworfen in the oven, so wird geschmolzen, and now it gets Reb Shulem shaped like a golden calf, and as the golden calf comes out, they say, Eile Elehecho Yisroel, Asheelicho Meeretz Mitzrayim. Eile. This is the God who took us out of Egypt. Let me ask you, Reb Matas, a question. Let me ask you, Larry, a question. Are these people insane? They just formed the golden calf. They had survived ten Makas in Mitzrayim. They had gone through the Yamsef. They had gone through Matan Torah. And now they build this golden calf and they look at it and they say, How could this have taken us out of Egypt? This wasn't here even. Right? The answer is that people misunderstand what Avaidah Zura is. People see Avaidah Zura as mentioned was dinen as dinen da'azen. They're not worshipping the metal. They're worshipping the spirit that's within the metal. Mezukt zai as indu likta koyich ha-kedisha. Indu likta koyich In here lies a spirit. What they were arguing is that Moshe Rabbeini is the one who took them out of Egypt. They don't fool it. Zamsk gezukt in Pusik Aleph. The argument is that that spirit of godliness is now entering in this piece of gold. Similar to the thing that Rambam had written in the Hilchus of the Zura, but like the one who is in the sky, he is the one who is the so the concept is that they believe that the spirit that had removed them from Egypt was now inside the golden calf. Pusik hai. Vaya aharen. Aharen zeit och vasi gishen. Vayivim is bayach lefunov. Avotam is bayach in front from the calf. Nobody asked them to do that, right? They just asked. Kim asailu ni elehim. Machen zagetschke. Aharon did two things. First of all, he forms a golden calf. Number two, Aharon goes and he builds a mezbayach in front of it. They could have, they saw it every day because they left the country. No way was there more avoidazuras and more gachkas than in Egypt. You can actually, very interesting. Yes, exactly how the 
came out. Came out like that. It wasn't the best. From the Rishonim, there are multiple Mahalchim. Some say it just happened by itself. Oh. Rashi himself has a cup of Mahalchim. Maybe the Ayr of Rafa Mitzrayim did it. Maybe Micha did it. So we're going to get to this, all the Mahalchim and the Rishonim. Lamasa, what's very interesting is Aharon goes a step further and he builds a Mizbayach for the Sketchke. Vayikru, and he makes an announcement. Very important to realize that Aharon is not making Chag for this idol. He's not even making Chag like Kim. He's being a very explicit that the Chag which means he's trying to ground the Jewish people back to their belief in the single Ribbonish Loilom Yid Kai Vovkai, right? The Pusik Hai. So you clearly see Aharon, yes, at Gebeten for the gold, yes, the eigel is made, the Mizbayach is built. Aharon is clearly taking the focus away from the eigel, back to the Mizbayach. Lome machen a simche, a chag for the Eibish to tomorrow on the Mizbayach with Kavunas. Vayashkimi machos, Mzovkishtan, the next attack. Vayali oilois. In the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, what happened over here is Zetus Aharon at the Valmen at Zayich given in the Yidden of Ungoy Makrev Zankabunus. Makrev Zankabunus once again diverts the attention from the Eigel back to the Rebbeinish Loilam and Nishkezukt about the Mizbayich for the Eigel about the Schag Lashem. But the problem is, why Now I'm going to stop a second, and I want to take you through the emotions and then interaction. We can imagine how the fate takes mevat as you can imagine. The oil is ungezogen. Every single day, without Moshe Rabbeinu, you're going to die in the wilderness. We can't live in an amid lang without leadership. There's nobody in the world that can step into Moshe Rabbeinu's shoes and take the Eden through the Midbar. So with the Eden seeing Moshe Rabbeinu not coming down to the mountain, despair comes in. Angst, fear. What's going to be? How are we going to survive the wilderness? They come screaming to Moshe and Aharon and they say, not to Moshe, to Aharon, Moshe's not here. Aharon, how are we going to survive this? We need an emergency plan. The emergency plan is we're going to try to find out how the idol helps them. Aharon now uses the opportunity to uplift the spirit of the people. We're building a Mizbayich. we got Makrevs and Kabunas. For a second, you divert the attention from the idol. The people are now busy with the Mizbayich and there's Makrev Kabunas. A new problem arises. and now the oil is in a good mood, but a little too good. They've moved from being in the area from sadness but they've jumped all the way to the other side to party they haven't found a healthy balance 
usually it came together with alcohol and drinking. So, what happens is, Rasha notices that the word Letzachik is often written in negative connotation. We also find it by Yishmuel. Letzachik means a party that brings out the worst of humanity. Usually, when Yidin sits in Zusammen and Essen and trinkt them, as in Shiris, as a Spucher, sucht die Gebur, and Mesechte, as Megillah, Yidin become uplifted. Letzachik is the kind of party that doesn't drag you up, but drags you down. What an emotion happened from Lamed Bais, Aleph to Lvov. We went all the way from extreme sadness, angst, and hopelessness to party vibe, to highness, to kite. There's a little pusik that, uh, again, I'm happy that you're doing the Cypher Torah because there there's no hefsik, and there's a reason why there's no hefsik. The Torah wants to contrast that often we don't know what's happening on the other side. So do a vant, think of a wall. On one side, the Eivishter with Moshe Rabbeini, on the other side, the Yidin. And often it's this little wall that makes us not understand what's happening on the other side. On this side, the Kodesh Baruch is in the middle of pre- preparing the biggest gift for Klal Yisrael. He takes two stones, sapphire, and he writes on it Aseris Adibris, and he gives it over to Moshe Rabbeini as a sign of love between him and Klal Yisrael. While Hashem is in the middle of preparing these beautiful stones for Klal Yisrael, Klal Yisrael is oblivious that this is happening here. This is so many times in life, while we're struggling on this side of the wall, we have no idea of the greatness that's happening for us on the other side of the wall. And on this side of the wall, because there's all this commotion and lack of knowledge, the Yidin have now created the idol. Yet, is do a hefsik afilan asayfet toyre, and we come to Pusik Zion. By Yedaba Hashem and Moshe, the Irish tells Moshe, Laich, go. Ride, run down the mountain. The people you have taken out of Egypt are destroying everything. Interesting, the Irish calls them Amchu. As if the Irish thing, they're no longer my people, they are your people. Suri Mahai Yes. Sorry, Mahir So fast they have left the way that I told them. Which, by the way, we, we ourselves were not taught as while Aharon said, we are going to go to the Eidl, we are going to go to the Eidl. And they said, Eile lehecho Yisroel asher licho me'eretz Mitzrayim. So first, the Eidl breaks the news to Moshe Rabbeini, at the Matzav dot Teugnisch. Die wist auf dem Berg, wie schaas, die wist auf dem Berg, auf der Welt, hier in der Gemachte, the people are making an Eidl mit Dintas. 
This is a difficult people. The Eden are not an easy people. Literal translation, they are hard naped people. Naped is the back from the house. You cannot win them. Let go of me. Let me destroy them. I get along with you. You have good genes. the Kinder will be great people. I took them out of Egypt. Let's finish them off. Wipe them aside. And let's rebuild a new nation from you, Moshe Rabbeinu, yourself. Not bad. Some people would have jumped at the opportunity. But Vayichal Moshe Spenai Hashem Elekov. You knew these people. What do you think? They were 210 years in slavery. What do you think this does to a person? They might say, the yeah. Maros and Ein Tog, boom. They become, it, it's a process. Childhood trauma is not cured in a second in the blink of an eye. 210 years of suffering doesn't change in a single second. The Egyptians are going to say that your original intention was evil. The reason you took them out is to kill them on the mountaintops. And to destroy them from the face of earth. In order to give them a land, People are going to say your original intent to kill them like dogs in the wilderness. Go back, retract from the Vichori Api Bahem, and so Moshe Rabbeinu's argument is understand these people, they've gone through a lot. Yutaka took them out of Egypt. That's number one. Number two, the Weltgeitzugen, that the only reason you took them out was in order to kill them like dogs in the wilderness. Story could have finished over here. The story could have finished over here. So the Yidden did the Yidden. Da'i bishte zogt. Hanicholi v'yicha api b'hem v'achalim v'eza oischele goigud l'a want to destroy them. So that's in Pusik Yid, in Pusik Yid Aleph, Yid Vais, in Yid Gimel, Beit Zich Moshe Rabbeini Medra Tanis. Don't do it. In Pusik Yid Aleph, I won't do it. It could have been the end of the story. But the Pusik continues. Vayifen Vayayret Moshe Menuhar. Remember, this yet Moshe Gunish Gazain. This was only the Ayvishter discussing what's happening. Now Moshe Rabbeini turns around and he goes down from the mountain. By the way, if you realize what the shoin oivi given of the eshte tzivi Hashem, the tzivi Hashem given, like raid kishichais, 
go down now. He tells the Irish to one minute. Before I go down, I'm going to pray for the Eden. Only after he finishes praying, he comes down. Don't forget, he had the Shnein was the Irish gegeben. They were written on both sides of the stone. So Moshe Rabbeinu, remember, he's on the other side of the wall. He's not seeing what happened yet. He's holding the liches in his hand. So excited with the gift that he got, but with a terrible mixed emotion that HaKadosh Baruch just gave him terrible regards about the people he took out of Egypt. And he starts the long road down the mountain. He comes down. Yeshia hears from the distance the partying. The partying is still going on. If you remember, we were sitting here together, Pashas B'Shalach, and we read that Amulai came to fight the Eden. And Yeshia was the general. If Moshe Rabbeini is the president, the Nusi the Melech, Yeshia is a general. In English, they say that for a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah, the host hammer in the hands, it all says a nail. Yeshia is a general. A general, when he hears a sound, what does he think of? He thinks of war. So Yeshia is standing at the foot of the mountain. Moshe Rabbeini comes down. They hear the noise at a distance. Vayishma Yeshia as The first thing he says is, Moshe, It must be there's a war going on. We have to run. We have to protect our people. Something is going on. I hear a noise. I'm sad. I had a choshen agris from the Irish. There was a guy not before. At war, there are two sounds. Just like in America, hand by a football game. You know, in America, do a game is like football. They do a mush reitman, when they won, and a mush reitman, when they verloren. The Mimchen was hearing us the game. They can hear of the Shrei Alliance, see what gewonnen or the verloren. This is only a thing. Us English people, us English people will never understand this. We don't have these games. But Sedua Zazak, you go to a game and people say they can hear on the sound whether you won or lost. Zutmosh Rabbein Tzishia, listen closely as the Zain. Ein Koila Nois Gevira, this is not the sound of a people who won the war. The Ein Kola Nois Chalisha, it's not the sound of people that have lost the war. Rather, Koil Anois Unoichi Shamaya. There's a mixed sound over here that's not a war sound. What's beautiful is, the Moshe Rabbeinu knows what the sound is. But I wish that he gesucht was going before. But he doesn't want to break the news to Yeshia. There's no purpose in Yeshia knowing now what's going on. You have to learn as a leader, if somebody tells you something, JFK Airport. I don't know why I did it, but he asked me for a ride to the airport. Auf dem Weg zu der Airport hat er mich gezeigt, und noch gegangen ist ein ganzer Besmerdrisch. Every single person, er hat mich ausgesucht, die ganze History von jedem Mensch. Er put him down at the airport, 
I wanted to tell him, Rebbeinu what do you think that I'm thinking about you now? What normal person? Yeah. What normal person spends an hour and a half thinking about people who daven in his place? All the rabbis that I know have a vow of silence, even if nobody tells them to be quiet. The second half of the statement is such a humiliating statement to say. If you tell me something, then of course I cannot say it further. So push the zakh is confidential. Clerical confidential, confidentially. I think court can make heisen Yes. So the power from the speech over here is as Moshe Rabbeinu had gehet from the Eibush that was guided before. What Azamin is nice, Azamin information. Yo, and that Azamin information. But Moshe Rabbeinu is not for Yeshia. Kind of them is gebet noch sugen. It's not his department to sugen for Yeshia in anything. He walks with the Yeshia in him. In the Yeshia, I say, I might mechome gewonnen. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I say, no one is gewonnen can mechome. What is falloyin am mechome? There is a sound over there. You'll come closer. And you'll figure it out yourself. And Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't feel it necessary to give over this information to Yeshia at this point. This is a very important thing. Tomorrow we will see how the story unfolds.